On this episode of RVA Real Estate Talk Podcast, we will be talking new construction versus resale, which one is right for you. Our foodie review is going to be Brenner Pass and Scott's edition. We'll also have Mike, our producer, on air with us today. Don't miss this one. You're listening to RVA Real Estate Talk with Jared Davis and Galen Parker, your source for an honest, insightful look into Central Virginia's real estate market. Combined, Jared and Galen have over 20 years sales experience, as well as hundreds of testimonials from clients past and present who rely on them for advice and assistance when buying and selling homes in today's incredibly hot and competitive real estate market. And now, your hosts, Jared Davis and Galen Parker. That's right. I am Jared Davis. And I am Galen Parker still. And who else do we have today? Mike! This is our producer, Studio 77. If you listen to our last few podcasts, maybe you've heard him, at least in the background, us talking about him. But now we've got him on the show with us. We Mike, figured... do you have a last name? Resendiz. There we go. That's right. Resendiz? Got... Have I been saying it wrong? Probably I've been rolling the tongue when you I've been saying it. You can do two ways. You can do Resendiz. Yeah, Resendiz. Resendiz. Resendiz does a lot of our photo work for us, our video work, our video tours our podcast, so we'll have him chime in just a little bit. You guys are in trouble now. What's new with everybody? I'm hyped up on some coffee this morning. I was about to ask you, what is new, Mr. Davis? Well, I may or may not be engaged at this what? point to be married. Yeah. Um, I would just like to stop and say, if you say you may not be engaged, <laughs> I may, I may you be. may not be living in the next <laughs> when this podcast comes out. No, I may be. It's been kind of on the down low. Most people are like, I didn't even realize you were dating anybody. But on the down yeah. low. Yeah. Down yeah, yeah. Low. Congratulations. Mike, thank you. Mike just asked for an invite. I don't know if he's getting one. <laughs> we I, just made it up. Awkward. I've invited him to client parties the last three years. He never shows up, so I don't know why. No show. I don't know, I don't know why I'd start well, throwing uh, invites know, now. You know, I like to be a surprise. So if I say I'm going to go, <laughs> then you know it's not a surprise. You are. A photographer. I know someone's not getting steak or salmon that day. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Galen's actually doing my wedding talk. I am super excited. I am doing the wedding talk. I'm being the officiant. I've been back and forth with the court system, which has been an absolute nightmare. <laughs> um, I went down there, I got signed up, and they were super helpful, and they told me all I needed to do, anytime someone starts a sentence with all you need to do, you know it's about to go wrong. So she was like, all you need to do is go and submit this in writing. And I'm like, well, I'm in the building, why do I have to submit it in writing? So I go do all the work, I go to submit it in writing, and then I bring it back to him. She's like, now all you need to do is wait for the lady, because she's not available. So I wait, and she's like, hey, sorry about that, she's not going to be here. She's going to give you a call. So I'm like, all right. So I leave. She calls me. She's like, hey, sorry about that. You don't need to submit it in writing. <laughs> the way government works, it was really great. And so uh, she was like, sorry about that. We shouldn't have told you that. We can do it over the phone. So I'm like, perfect. <laughs> See, this is the thing that, you know, that's a good friend. Because some friends Four are like, hours. <laughs> they would right. stop at the 30-minute I'm like, yeah, I'm, no, I'm not doing it. Sorry, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Someone else I'm is out. marrying I'm you. Out. Who, who, out. who else can marry Just you? Just do it yourself. <laughs> and I figured what better way to get him in on the team, get him running, than just let him marry me, right? You'd be in charge of your wedding, the most important day of your life. That's right. What people don't know is me and Galen have known each other for a long time before Super real estate. So. Well, it's also on, on an anniversary day. It's a great person cause, to remind you because it's, dude, I was there. I, I married you. It's your. It's today. That's right. Bro, if you think I'm going to remember his anniversary, <laughs> I'm struggling with my own dates. <laughs> Unless you leave me at some point, then it's just going to be awkward. <laughs> Ooh, hey, remember that day? <laughs> That's right. All right, what do we have going on on the show today? What's our foodie review, Galen? Our foodie review is going to be Brenner Pass. Mm, okay, we'll get into that. Another thing we're going to be doing is new construction versus resale. 
which one's right for you. We've actually had some questions coming in on that lately. Someone emailed me about it this morning, in fact. So we will jump into that too. So uh, what we will do right now is we will go into our foodie review first. Oh, right. So we went to Brenner Pass, and we said that we were going to do that, I believe, a couple weeks ago. We made some Facebook posts about it, and can I just start by saying that I'm in love. Oh, it was so good. Oh, so. I'm in love with my dinner. It was delicious. That was probably one of the best dinners we've had in a super long time, and... In one meal, I don't think I've used the word charcuterie so many times. It was like 90 times. We had a lot of charcuterie. How many charcuterie? <laughs> charcuterie. How many How many did we get? Oh, I think we had like four meats and five meats, maybe four or five cheeses. Yeah. It was excessive. We ordered eight. Okay. We ordered eight different items Yeah. because we're super bougie, but it was so worth it. If you have an opportunity to go... Do not spare anything. Taste every absolute thing that you can or from the duck mousse, which was delicious. I think it was chicken liver mousse. Chicken liver mousse, that's right. But then right. we had like a, some kind of duck pate, I think. Whoa, 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 whoa. Chicken liver? Yes. So I know it sounds off, but if, if no one told you what it was before you ate it. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. It's just creamy and it, it's incredible. You have, you have no idea. What it's, color is it? Mm, it's consistently like chicken color. liver, <laughs> chicken liver, which you'd expect it brown. It's like it looks brown. like chocolate mousse when you really, when it comes out. Yeah. Don't get that confused. I was not so sure about it, but Jared did such an amazing job, like selling it and talking about it. So we went to the, shocker. Yeah, we went, yeah, exactly. We, the waiter was like, I don't know. We left it off, remember? And then we added it back in, and, and I'm so happy because everyone who ate it, there was four of us, and everyone who ate was like, "This is so good. What is it?" We basically had to wait until everyone ate it before we said what it was. So I, I've been there before. It's like my favorite restaurant, in Richmond. So I've been wanting to throw it in, but I needed to get Galen out there too. Uh, my fiance win, his wife win, so uh, they had never experienced it. I've was had, I invited? You weren't, but uh, you know, again, you just don't accept invites. I just thought, you know what? I Captain don't really no show. I know I don't really need to put him in. I know when I'm not wanted. One of us has a full dance card. <laughs> Rosendos. Uh, so what did we eat? I all mean, right, so, so we did the charcuterie. We did the, the charcuterie. Incredible. There, there was all they rotate their charcuteries out. So I mean, everything from the meats and cheeses is For always sure. changing. There's got some stuff that kind of stays in house. I think they even cure some stuff in house. I yeah. believe. Yeah. Um, one of the things we had was another almost blend, and it was it had like pork bits in it. It was almost like chicharrones. So there was like a little bit of crunch. In it, it was yeah. it was it was incredible. So for appetizers, do not spare yourselves. Go for that. We went to drinks. Um, ironically, the moment that I got in the car to go to Brenner Pass, my stomach immediately started hurting. So I was like, I need to get something with ginger. And so we got there and we were like, all right, what do you guys have with ginger? We decided we were going to do Moscow Mules, but we switched it up because I did not feel like having vodka. So we would with bourbon mules. Is that what we ended up with? I think so. I think that's what you did. I, I, I did, did other cocktails. I, I love some rye Manhattans there uh, or even old fashions. They know how to their, their cocktails are incredible. Their wine list is incredible as well. Right. They've got some very specialty wine, even their beer. If you're a beer person, uh, they've got like some local stuff from the veil, which typically you don't see uh, the veil on too many people's lists. I don't feel like around Richmond since they're mainly do cans and things like that. But uh, you can get some Veil beer there. So their drink selection is incredible. Wonderful. Atmosphere, incredible. Top-notch cocktails. Uh, the the wait staff is awesome there. It's a super good date night spot if you're looking for something that's not just your typical steakhouse. It's actually... Like if you're recently engaged. It's Swiss-inspired, you know, if you're not really sure what that 
what 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 it is what the what the genre is it's swiss inspired they also own metzger which is german inspired but all right uh, entrees what'd you do for entrees all right so this was a funny <laughs> thing for me it's like i hate being the person that goes to a nice restaurant and gets a hamburger because i feel like you've wasted a lot of your time but their hamburger is about a thousand times better than any other hamburger <laughs> that I've had any other place. Uh, what does it got? Like braised beef, spare so rib. So I think it's spare rib and brisket is, brisket, the, is yeah. the blend they give you in their cheeseburger. Man. And for I think like six fondue bucks more. Cheese. Yeah, they do like fondue cheese and you can add on like wild mushrooms, I believe. And, and if like you're wondering a, if I added on the wild mushroom, you know I did. Uh, that let, like me, let bas- me upgrade you. Balsamic glaze, I uh. think they put on it. Uh. Even the fries, though. Yeah. Everyone was crazy about the fries. I'm like, come on, guys. It's just French fries. And then I ate the fries and I was like, oh my God. How did you guys do French fries better? What have I been eating these past, you know, 30 some odd years of my life? Yeah. It's incredible. I wish I could show you a picture of the burger through this podcast. So, oh man, did we take a picture of the burger? I don't You may have eaten it really, really too quickly. <laughs> I, really I actually sent a picture. I, I, we've got to talk to Mr. Resendez uh, regarding whether we can add a picture because I sent him a ton of pictures. We, uh, We'll add it to the Facebook page when we do the link. We'll add some pictures. Nice. We'll do that for sure. I had a veal uh, milanese, which is new to the menu. Pretty much a breaded veal shank. I think it was bone in. Uh, they poured like a red wine demi glaze over it. I believe red had like some wine. some potatoes with it, some greens. It was delicious. I will say, they used to do a veal shank with goat butter on top with mm-hmm. walnuts infused in it. And when they did that, that was like the best the best dish that I've ever had there. I'm really? hoping I'm hoping that'll rotate back on the menu. But whatever you get, I think you're gonna enjoy it. They added some no some some gnocchi, some gnocchi on the menu. Gnocchi. It was very good. They had a spicy pasta on the menu. We tried. Uh, we rolled through it. So. So what was the bill? Uh, it was ten dollars less than our photography bill. I think that's, that's right. <laughs> we so, also got dessert too, right? We got. We uh, did. I think. I don't know. What did you get? You I got the question. Cake. That's the question. When you go to all these restaurants, gotcha. Who is the person that feels obligated to grab the check? Because mm. you know you have those awkward like. Are you the person that? automatically pays because you don't want to deal with it that's me i don't want to deal with the discussion so like i'm a ninja we should have invited mike (laughs) (laughs) you know next so what is like what's the protocol on like these business meetings or these or these like what do you what's what do you do so i think for at least this one jared and i are very similar in personalities and i think both of us will pretty much do anything to avoid that awkward like oh i got the Diet Coke, and you got That's this. Right, I don't want you got to this, happen. and like we're just like simultaneously we put it down. We're just like, hey, just split it down the middle. We don't care. Um, I think this one we might have like a lot allocated some charcuteries to different places to paste. It. One of us, <laughs> the charcuterie, charcuterie adds up. One of us went charcuterie crazy. Um, so we allocated <laughs> something like that. Question. I had to pay for the charcuterie. That's a great question. I know a lot of people I, think I'm about a, that. Yeah, I'm obsessed with. I'm like when we take my parent, my in laws out. It's like I, I somehow. They don't even know. I'm like, we get up and they're like, where's the bill? I'm like, don't worry about it. I was like, I don't want to talk about this. Like, So what I'll say, at least for like business meetings with people I have regularly, there's people that we have an understanding that when I go out with you, I'm going to pay the bill and you get whatever you want. But the next time, <laughs> that was- we're not popping champagne in here if you heard that. I don't know. <laughs> 
That's Galen drinking Gatorade at nine in the morning. That's definitely not. We're not drinking mimosas here. We are not mimosas. <laughs> like that's how we roll. <laughs> I'm not sure what just happened there. I wish, I wish you guys could see that. Your like Gatorade a bunch of... just exploded. Uh, My hand hurts. Yeah, Anyways. so I'll, I'll pay for one, but I know that the next week or the couple weeks that we go out, you know, he may pick the restaurant, but then I'm getting what I want and he's paying. So yeah. I've got like a good group of, of buddies, business acquaintances, where we just rotate it out each time. And it doesn't matter what it is. So Brenner Pass, you know, with three people, you may spend, you know, $300 or, I think or I've more. I've paid for you a couple times. And... I think you have. I need to get him to take me to Brenner, though. That one's a, that one's a good buy. There for was somebody. four of us for this one, so just so you can I, do the math. Yeah, so Brenner Pass, it is one of those ones. Definitely budget in for it. You know, <laughs> it's one of those things. If you do get charcuterie, if you're getting dessert, if you're getting drinks, for two people, you're probably going to rack up anywhere from $150 to $250 tab, I would, I would, I would say. If you're going to go client. nuts. If you go in, you just get some entrees, and you're, you're not too heavy on the drinks, you can probably keep it under 100 bucks. But, uh, again, it is one of those ones. I'd put it in the higher-end price point. So. Worth it. Yeah, worth it. So again, Brenner Pass, check it out when you can. It's my favorite place in Richmond, personally. They can do no wrong in my book. Yum. All righty. Now we are on to our Real Estate 360. All right. So our main podcast topic today, new construction versus resale why are we doing this well you know i think for the most part a lot of people ask you know should i bring or should i go resale should i build should i you know go brand new and that's obviously that's going to be dependent on your own personal finances but we can provide you with some extra you know background information regarding like value um, the number one question, I mean, most people decide for themselves whether they're going to build or buy new or resell. But one of the questions I get all the time is, should I bring a realtor if I'm buying new construction? Okay, that's good. So let's preface it this way. With the economy doing what it's doing, with the growth that we've seen over the last couple of years, you know, 10 years ago, 2008, we saw a slowdown. Builders kind of shut down. They stopped developing. They stopped building. Nowadays, that is not the case. If you were looking to buy a house and you're driving around pretty much any area of Chesterfield, Glen Allen, whatever it may be, you see new construction going everywhere. up everywhere. You've got especially your bigger builders like Ryan Holmes. I mean, they're taking every single parcel they can while yeah. things are good. So We talked about that a couple of podcasts. Yeah, and inventory obviously has gotten kind of low, so now people start thinking, well, should I just go into a model? Should I buy new? So we'll start with your first question. Okay. Is it worth taking an agent with you to new construction. There's so many times where I hear, well, I, I went into the model at XYZ Builder and they had a rep that was there. They seemed very knowledgeable. They, they knew what they were talking about. They laid everything out for me. I don't really think I need a realtor. Maybe I could even save some money if I don't bring a realtor to the table. You know, give me your, your lawyer illustration. You know, I, I was thinking about this. I mean, if, if you ever found yourself in legal trouble um, technically, uh, due to the Constitution, you can go there and represent yourself. Now, is that the best representation that you would be able to provide yourself? No, that is not the... So you can, but the real question is, should I? Because as we mentioned, the, the reps on site are usually great. They're super friendly, super affable, super knowledgeable. But at the end of the day, those reps work for the builder. Exactly. And their job is tied to making sure the builder is happy, making sure that they are profitable. Yep. So when you think about it, 
they're going to do whatever they can to make sure that they're receiving the most amount of money possible. That's a logical thing. You see that with every business. If you're an employee of the business, you want to make them a lot of money. So despite them saying, oh, we can save you money this, we can save you money here, just keep that in mind. Because also, uh, there's a thing that I always think about is comparables. So if the builder says, hey, I'm going to give you this for this price, that might sound good. But if you talk to a realtor and he might say, you know, everyone is giving that for that price or there's other houses that are comparable that are for a lower price, or these things are negotiable, um, that's where you're going to want to have the realtor's legal knowledge. He is your legal representative in which he is able to tell you, you know, this is a good price, this is a bad price, this is something you should not do. You need someone there who's going to be in your corner that's going to be able to negotiate, because sometimes when you go into those people, they're going to they're gonna help you, but it's at the end of the day, they're really there to help themselves and stay employed. Now, are you talking houses that are not built yet or new construction that's already built, ready to go, where they don't have to sit down and pick out everything? It goes either direction, right? Correct. Because at the end of the day, in, in Galen's illustration about a lawyer, yeah, you're better off getting a lawyer. But on that same note, you're paying for the lawyer in that scenario, right? Correct. In this scenario, it goes even a step deeper as to why wouldn't you have a realtor? Why is that? Well, the seller is paying for the realtors on both sides. So essentially... If you waive your right to representation, you are saving the builder or whoever you're buying that house from money. This even goes on a, on a resale with somebody that's, say, a seller or maybe someone doing a first sale by owner. You can waive your representation, but it's something that you don't even pay for. And at the end of the day, the builder's got that cost built in at the beginning of the day anyway. So he's not going to say, well, I'm going to waive $8,000 in commissions for you because you don't have an agent. They just pocket that money. So He's already got it built into his price structure and budget. So from a representation point, you definitely want it. Uh, even the contracts change when you go from a resale contract that we use, like our standard Central Virginia CVR MLS uh, contracts, purchase agreements versus the new construction purchase agreements. If you go by with a builder, whether it's a custom builder or a big box builder, they have their own contracts put into place, and they're going to have provisions in there that you may not be aware of. So you want to have that representation. One of the biggest things that I've seen is uh, appraisals on new construction, right? If you go by resale, it typically says that house has to appraise unless you waive your appraisal. If you're financing, you can't waive your appraisal. Yeah. And if it doesn't appraise, typically you go back to negotiations. On new construction, every new construction deal I've ever written says essentially if it doesn't appraise, the buyer is responsible for coming out of pocket on the difference. So that can get someone in trouble real quick. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it where somebody had a contract that came in about $38,000 under the appraisal or under the purchase price value, and they had to come out of pocket with it. If they didn't have the cash, they would have lost their $40,000, $50,000 deposit that was down, and the builder could have just sold the house to somebody else. Yeah. So that's one of those things when you're, when you're talking to the builder, you want to be able to talk to your realtor too, find out what are the houses specking at, what are they selling at, do we, do we add a $30,000 appliance package, are we <laughs> going to come out of pocket on this because none of the other houses have it, right? So that's one of the things you look at. Um, what about options? When you think about options... Uh, any any input there? Yeah, I like to think about like, when you look at options is because sometimes the builder, they're going to have a list of options and they have a list of costs that are associated with it. And if you don't know, if you haven't been looking at house after house after house like a realtor's, you might think, well, that's a good price. You know, but for a realtor, we look at a lot of options. We look to see what the market shows. Uh, we can give you an opportunity to see what you should be paying for it. So we're able to kind of negotiate some of those things and say, well, you know, that is great that there's granted countertop, but 
every other house on the market that are on resale, they also have greater countertop and they're not seeing such a high upcharge. And so uh, looking at options is always very good for your realtor because he can kind of give you the price, especially with us. And you know, we do a lot of flips, so we also know the cost of some of those options that are just newly put in. So we can tell you how much this flooring should cost, how much the countertop should cost, how much should, you know, the cabinets, any type of upgrades, there's going to be a char charge. And obviously the builder, they're in the business to make money, so they're going to add a little service fee on top of all of those options. What do you think, Jared? Yeah, and that's actually one of those things. I even had clients spec out a house with less options because they found out they could get the, the flooring and get it laid later. Like someone like, I'll give you an example, Ryan, they'll do packages where uh, you pick the base package and you may get carpet in you know your living room and vinyl in your kitchen and maybe you just get your laminate flooring or your wood flooring in the foyer right and if you upgrade that package that upgrades more than just the flooring now it's going to upgrade maybe kitchen or lighting or things that you may not care about so i've even had clients that have gone in they've gone with a base package but they've gotten the floors that were going to go in the foyer and they've had the flooring people come out right after and relay into the living room into the kitchen and it actually ends up saving them money so um, just something to think about on options. You may be able to do some things later. Uh, that's all things that you want to factor in. You also want to be able to find out details on uh, what you're getting with each options package, right? They may say you're getting granite, but it could be a tier one granite. And now you go Good to start point. looking at granite and now you want Cambria that costs five or $6,000 more and you didn't account that into your budget. So that's one of the things to look at too. But that's just things to keep in mind with the new construction. Can you move in quicker if a house is already built, ready to go, brand new from a builder. You mean versus a resale? B versus a resale, or you know, obviously you have to wait six to eight months or whatever when they build it. Right. But with you guys being in the process, and they, f if I'm driving with you and I'm like, oh, that house is up for sale, they just built it, it's just finished four weeks ago, yep. ready to go, so I need to get into a house, yep. is the process quicker? Because you're not waiting for the other person to move out yeah. to all that stuff. You bring up a really good point because really when you think new construction and, and resale, you think of maybe two categories, but there really is that that third category, right? You got resale, which is somebody is, you know, currently living in the house or they own the house individually. They could it could be vacant though. Looking to as move well. out, yeah. Then, they could be vacant. Then you've got your new construction that like Mike brings out. It's a spec. It's already done. Uh, it's finished. It's ready to move in. And then you have your new construction built from scratch essentially. The the short answer simple answer yeah typically if the house is vacant and it's done you got to make sure it's got a certificate of occupancy sometimes it can be done but they're still waiting on uh, the county to approve the ceo but if all that's done then you can move as fast as so it can be like 90 days 30 days i mean you're you're financing as long it's all about financing if you're yeah. if you're financing 30 days or less you're in the house if you're paying cash two weeks or less you know we can wrap it up you're in the house versus if you go from scratch that depends on the builder, right? There's certain things to keep in mind. So this is another reason. Yeah, this is a resale versus new construction point that we want to bring up is what's your timing, what's your scheduling looking like, right? If you need to get into a house quickly, resale can be better a lot of times as long as the people are out or are willing to get out. Or like Mike said, if it's a spec that's already finished, so a built house. But if you say, look, I want to build this thing custom. I want to go from the scratch, from the ground up. There's a lot of factors. If you're going to go with a custom builder, that's going to do your plans from scratch. You may have a few months of just doing architecture and design. And then once they and actually finding the lot and finding the lot. But even if you went and you said, I have my own lot, or even if the builder has a lot already, you're still going to end up having to get your plans nailed down. Even if they go with a standard plan that they build normally, like you've got some 
uh, slightly custom builders, right? Like when you think maybe your builders in Halsley, like yeah. Timber Creek or Behringer, these guys out there, um, you know, typically they can just pick a plan for you and you just have more customization than you would have with someone like Stylecraft or Ryan. But the build process a lot of times will still take longer. So if you go custom, you could still be easily a year before you get into a house versus something like, you know, say a Ryan home or a HH Hunt home, you may be able to be in within six months from start to finish. Um, another thing to think about is if you're doing a townhouse or a single family home, uh, if it's a townhouse or a condo, they actually have to sell out a specific amount in the building, a percentage of the building before they're allowed to start building. So if you take one of the last units in a townhouse as it's going up, great. That's great. But if you're the first one in a building and it takes them six months to sell out to get to that percentage point, you may be sitting there you might waiting. turn into a salesperson because you're telling all your friends, don't you move here? Because, you know, you might be waiting if no one else comes in. Right now in the market, everyone's kind of moving pretty good. Townhouses are flying off the shelf right now. But I'll tell you, I had a condo last year that took like a year and a half to close out by the time they were done. Last year, it rained a lot. So the rain yeah. messed up a lot of stuff as far as their scheduling on building. They had to sell at a certain percentage. My, the client was not happy. But once you're locked in, it kind of is what it is. You kind of got to go by their schedules. I think some like in this my house when we bought it ten years ago, it was only a year old. So we almost built a house in Fox Chase, which I'm kind of glad we didn't because houses are a little more on top of each other there. Yeah, I love the amenities, but that's just my personal opinion. But when we found this house, it was pretty much brand new. It was only a year and a half, and the lady who owned it built it but then re got relocated in her job and so she had to sell it and basically we just dealt with the bank she wasn't even really in the picture because it was uh she worked for a major bank or something like that so it was like a bank owned type of situation so we were we were done and in in 30 days so that's awesome so you basically got almost a brand new house you're in for 30 days let me ask you this was it cheaper for you to buy the year after she bought it or did she have to sell it to you at a loss cheaper yeah See, and we we've we've recouped that. Obviously, the you know paying it off longer. So our we actually we value the house more than we actually bought it for now. Yeah, cool. So that's the, that's another that's dream. That, that brings you another point. Is it cheaper to buy resale or is it cheaper to buy new construction? If all things were equal, I don't know because now it's like I you know I'm in and out houses just as much as you got you guys seeing you know the goods <laughs> and the bads guys. and some of that and. We kind, my wife and I kind of have a fantasy of building our own house together, mm -hmm. you know. But this house is actually really great. It's a great layout. I'm able to do everything I want to do. It's a great location. But you know, it was a, a hard deal. It's like that deal was really pretty sweet. So it's like, how are you going to justify finding that kind of deal again with the, doing a custom, you know? So it's you know, I know it's. Big, uh, big uh, world problems, you know, whatever. But, <laughs> first you know, world problems. Yeah, first world problems. But, you know, there's just scenarios that if you can fit yourself in that, if you can find that situation, run with it. Well, and here's the thing. There's all obviously different variables. So this is not, you know, applicable to every single house. And obviously even the market dictates. Stuff goes up, stuff goes down. But at the end of the day, what we have to realize is a lot of people think out there, well, if I go buy new, I'm buying an appreciating asset. What they don't realize is that a house still almost takes a hit like a car when you drive like it off a lot, right? It's the same thing. It depends on the neighborhood. Now, sometimes you'll get some neighborhoods where they'll start building, and if you're one of the first ones in, they'll typically escalate the price up as they fill the neighborhood. Those people sometimes can, you know, luck out and, and end up with a house that's worth more. Um, but a lot of times what you see is someone goes and builds new. They pick all their options. They log it out. Five years goes by. 
you can still build new in the neighborhood. So at this point, am I going to pay what that guy did five years ago if I can just go build brand new myself? Well, Summer Lake is that, that type of neighborhood where there's the front end of the neighborhood, which is 10 years old, uh, five years old. And then the back end is newer homes that are still building. Mm-hmm. That it's like, you know, if you want to be in Summer Lake, you can get in there, but you have to ch- decide which house you're going to go for. Exactly. You know. Yeah, I hate to throw some neighborhoods under the bus, but but you're exactly right. You no, got, Halsley's that way too. Halsley was that way for a lot of people, and things have turned a little bit for some. But a lot of the people that built originally before East West took over, yeah, they were in for a lot of money before the the construction picked back up again. Roundtree, same way. Most of those houses were built in 2006, 2007, 2008, um, before everything kind of you know crashed and then skyrocketed again so same same thing you get some houses they're not the, the craftsman style anymore they may not have the finishings that are popular now so these are all things to take into account last thing i'll touch on is just finishings before we wrap up here um you got to think when you buy a brand new house you may be paying a little bit more but you get what you want you got a brand new roof when it's said and done you typically have builder warranty you got brand new hvac uh, you really shouldn't have to worry about that much and most of the time the builder is going to warranty it for the first year anyway so if something comes up they're going to come in. All of your appliances are new. You're going to have those manufacturer warranties. Your HVAC will have warranties. That's not to say you can't go buy a resale that's been re- renovated and has all these things. But there is something that you're getting with that premium, a little bit of peace of mind there. So we still had home warranty, and it was only it was still a year and year in like three months. And so we had another like. I think six to eight months of warranty. It was like a two-year warranty. Yeah, well, and on resales, don't get us wrong, we can also get you normal, you know, just standard home warranties yeah. on resale houses That's as well. That's the thing we always offer all our clients. We can hook you up with a nice year warranty we can negotiate. All right, so it looks like we are now going to move into our last segment. Uh, it's going to be just quick news. Uh, one of the things that I like to special in, specialize in is just taking a look at different events that are taking place in Richmond. Uh, I usually feature them on our website. So a couple of real quick ones that I highlighted, uh, I think they'll be real nice. Um, for next week, looking at, looks like it's going to be August the 10th is a huge big one. Mona Singalong, that's going to take place. So uh, that's going to be a Mona Singalong at the Henrico Theater, August 11th, Carytown Water watermelon festival uh also we're going to think about tuesday august 13 homeschool rock climbing which that's gonna be cool that's at the triangle rock club of richmond um i also we we talked a little bit but the watermelon festival if you have an opportunity to go by the time this gets out you probably should have already seen it but that's a big thing put that on your calendar for next year uh august 16th at the la Prade library the backpack storyteller science museum same date august 16th science after dark uh, August 17th, the Leadership Skills Academy. And there's a ton of things that will be featured on our website. So feel free to check us out at Live, Learn, Love, Richmond, RVA, or uh, my personal Facebook page. Yep. And you can also hit our Instagram, underscore, underscore, the Davis group. <laughs> Double uh, underscore that thing. You do. Someone apparently took the, the one without the, the underscores. So they're not using the account, but unfortunately, it's made it more difficult for us. But either way, if you have any questions about anything you've heard today, we, we want to hear your feedback. We want to hear uh, how you enjoyed it. Restaurants that you'd like us to go check out, we love to eat. So if it's something that we haven't done, <laughs> I'm still let us waiting know. for the Facebook Live of, of the restaurant you're going to be at. I think I had a couple or too many cocktails to Facebook Live the, anything the last and time. It's kind of awkward to Facebook Live at a restaurant. Uh, you guys can do it. <laughs> we'll see. We, we may do that. Well, uh, let us know what you want to hear for your main topics for our upcoming podcast. If you have any comments, questions, you can. Uh, hit them up on the links that we post from. You can reach out to us directly. I'm Jared at centralvarealty.com. 
Uh, Galen is galen at centralvarealty.com. Uh, again, if you have any questions on new construction versus resale, if you've been wondering, what do I need? What's right for me? Feel free to reach out to either of us. My number, 804-536-6100 or Galen at... 804-274-9016. That is it. I am Jared Davis. And I'm still Galen Parker. And who else? Micro Sendez. Micro Sendez. RBA so Real Estate Studio Talk. 77. That's right, Studio 77. <laughs> RBA Real Estate Talk Podcast. We are out. If you have a real estate question that you would like to ask Jared or Galen, reach out to them at Jared at CentralVARealty.com or Galen at CentralVARealty.com. Who knows? It may even be featured on an upcoming episode. 